1: Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to an aggressive Motivation Muscle Podcast show. I usually don't say that, but I'm in the mood tonight, and we got two big names in here tonight, and we are going to uh, get into some great stuff. But before I bring both gentlemen in, um, I'm going to do it anyways. Um, Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat, I am a winner. I am a champion, and I am unstoppable, and, um, I've been doing some very interesting mind stuff today, um, even getting into binarial beats, um, I think I've got a, uh, pad, I've probably got about six pages written of repeating, repeating, and repeating, as Frank Klein says, repetition, 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 um, My head's probably melted today with good things going through, but also a lot of, um, turns up a lot of stuff in your head, too. And um, I lost something that I needed, and I don't know if I'm going to find it, and uh, I felt like I wanted to throw my couch out the front window. I was like that pissed, but we'll get over it. But it's been a very productive day, besides. Um, Also, too. Go out to fiorellabarbellco.com, Winners and Champions Inc. That is the stuff you want to get into. There's 14 modules. It's value on top of value. Everything that I put out is done by me or people that I train or people that come and train here. When we warm up, we all do the same thing that we do here that I put out in our products too. So it's all out there. Check it out. It would be great if you would uh, buy it. Get into it, and you're going to see some big things happen when you do. Also, too, go out to our Prosperity Conscious page. We all know that is donations to the company. There's a 25, 50, and 100. But you should read about prosperity. And the law of prosperity is it's great to give, but you go against the law when you don't receive. And people need to read up on that and understand it because... It's a lot of time and money to build all these enterprises. And obviously, I'm looking at stuff outside of here again. Um, when you want something really bad, when you believe in what you do, you know, when you have that deep inner, it's like, it's like you hit yourself and it, it bounced your hand right off your chest. You know what you want to do. You're driven for purpose and you want to see the end result. So go out there. Obviously, you're going to get something free on each uh, donation to the company and i guarantee you the free thing just on the the first module is worth way more than any of what you're getting when you're donating so anything you can lend to us is much appreciated also too don't forget about um... barbell company on our youtube channel real men real strength real power Um, also too do not forget about the manly men's movement um Charlie uh, put some great stuff up there the other day. Uh, Douglas Graham sent a note to me today. He's like, you know, we're going to have to start thinking about um, probably its own URL down the road because it's starting to get very popular. I said, it's not popular enough yet for me. We will do that eventually because that's going to probably be a business all on its own down the road. But right now, it's like everything. Take small steps. You make big gains, and before you know it, You're up on top of the mountain. You know what I mean? The mountain's not on top of you. So check that out, and never apologize for being a man either. Also, too, don't forget about my free consultation. If you're in New York, anywhere, come on up here. I'll put you through a free workout. You know, I'm talking to Charlie and Liam. They're in Scotland, if you're not familiar with these two gentlemen. So you know that I can talk to anybody on the world via Skype. And we can do whatever you want to do. Don't forget about advertising on motivation and muscle. The rates are there. And it's at the bottom of the manly men's movement. Um, just send me a note. I will contact you by phone. Because my whole thing now, more than ever, is I want to speak to people. I want to get away from the email and the texting and all that stuff. I think I just think it's cowardice myself. I want to talk to people. That's how you communicate. That's how you do things. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com uh, slash category slash podcast. Look at all the shows that char I mean, Charlie's starting to gain momentum here. He's been on a lot. And for one, one time, I think we did um, two, two weeks in a row we did shows because we were so pumped up about it. Go out and just look at all the material there. There's over 800 shows in just a little over three years. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com, sign up for our free newsletter, and away you go. When I write content, you'll get plenty of it. Now, before I bring both these gentlemen in, I haven't read this in about four or five days, and I love reading it. It's from our pal Steve Jack. If a Tree Falls by Steve Jack. This is in Milo. April 1996, Volume 4, Number 1. If a tree falls in the forest, are you man enough to move it? By the end of the first week of medieval lit, I knew I was in trouble. All I could handle the term papers and most of the old English. I was, however, having trouble relating to my classmates. When we read legends of heroic knights and warriors, epic poetry of steadfast seafarers, and yet, when class dismissed, they prance to the sweet shop for coffee and cream puffs while i frothing at the mouth and battle ready would belt would bolt to the nearest field to throw hammers and stones why i was inspired inspiration is not a passive word it is built on a latin root for spiritus wit from which we get spirit and literally means breath or inhale Yogi's and pearl divers aside, there's not a lot to be gained from holding one's breath. And I believe it is equally futile to stockpile one's mental arsenal and never wage war. Now back to our tree. It seems to have fallen and blocked your path. Some will no doubt stand around quibbling as to whether it actually made a sound. How about you? And then the picture at the bottom, Steve Jack lifts one after the other the two blue stones of Old Daly in Carrick, Scotland. And we wish Steve the best. Steve is very ill, and he's asked for prayers. Um, and I believe, if it wasn't for Steve's video of Iceland, Husa fell Stone in 1994, I'm not a fortune teller, but I don't know if I ever would have went near a stone. I owe him a great deal of gratitude, and my prayers are with you, I'm sure, just like everybody. So with that in mind... We have Charlie Oliphant on today, and Liam Tweedy. Now, Liam is new to the show, new to the family, but he uh, was welcomed a few days back. But we've been having a lot of technical problems with things. Everything's straightened out, and I'm going to give you a little information first on Charlie. Let me uh, get that up right here. And here we go. Charlie is a stone lifter, a farmer, and a Highland Games competitor. And Liam Tweedy, who we're just introducing here to the family is a stone lifter a rugby player and an entrepreneur and you know charlie is too so we've got three entrepreneurs on here tonight which is a first um first charlie welcome back to the show brother
0: well thanks for having me back eric it's always a pleasure to be on and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing how this podcast unfolds
1: it'll kill liam welcome to the show welcome to the family brother
2: Good evening, Eric. Thanks for having me on. Uh, It's an honor to be on the show, and hopefully everything goes fine this evening.
1: It will. It's my pleasure. Um, We're going to talk about, first off, Denny Stones, and everybody knows uh, Charlie, anybody here. This thing could morph into who knows what. But Liam is new to the Denny's as far as he's going to go and lift them. Um, We'll have to find out if he's going to go to the gathering, but I know these guys are going to be doing some stuff earlier but um, it's very interesting. Um, their friend, Mar- th- these gentlemen are all associated too with the Ard Blair Stones. Which once I talk to Douglas, we're going to get the link up on ma- uh, the, on the Manly Men's Movement because Martin Janzix has his historic stones up. And I want anybody that's never seen the Ard Blair Stones, they got to see. This link and get over there and look at the video and all that. And I'm sure we'll start bringing some video over down the road and all that. But, Charlie, why don't you give everybody a little bit of how you and obviously you have history with the uh, Ard Blair Stones, but how did this all come into fruition that, you know, you guys have decided you're going to do some tour, some stone tours, but how was it the Denny's that came about with Liam?
0: Well, uh, before I sort of immediately answer that question I should just point out that, that really the Arblair Stones sort of brought Liam and I together and a, another colleague of ours Mark Sherriss um, okay. who's uh, another competent stone lifter but also if you don't mind Eric just in case anybody has picked up on the Bless Stones and obviously we'll, we'll link to the Manly Men's movement which i I'd be honoured to do I'm delighted Thanks. To, Thanks. to be, to be uh, involved in that and thank you for asking me um, that uh, yeah, there is a, there is a Facebook page if people would like to find out a bit more about it, and it's called the Ard Blair Stones, A R D B L A I R Stones. Mm-hmm. And there's a YouTube channel as well. And there's a good chance that if you've ever lifted the stones, the Ard Blair Stones, in the past, and you put your name into YouTube, there's a strong likelihood you'll see yourself lifting them. Awesome. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of media out there. And, uh, just to make people aware of it, there's about five confirmed events this year. I won't go through them all, but the first one is on the 27th of May. They're all in Scotland, obviously. Um, but they're always free to take part in. Uh, they, you know, anybody can do it. Uh, men, children, anybody. And, uh, there's advice on hand if anybody would like to, um, you know, learn a bit more about, uh, the best way to lift a stone. But anyway,
1: sorry, Eric. Back to that's you. all, no, that's good. Go ahead.
0: Um, I, am. Um, I sort of met Liam I think it was through a, an Arbeth Stones event at a rugby festival in Blairgowrie I had an event running there and Liam uh, for somebody who's never lifted stones before uh, seemed like incredibly proficient and just had a, a sort of natural ability to lift these stones and I, I think he realised that as well I, I think probably surprised himself just just how, how good he was mm-hmm. and then uh, I think it's fair to say that he took an interest in that afterwards and then was very keen to help out, and and, uh, and 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 being an able person, and you know is delighted to have the extra manpower. And and pretty much now he's he and Mark and I are, and and Jill, my wife, mm-hmm. pretty much intrinsically kind of run the stones. And there's nothing that the four of us, you know, the four of us are just as qualified as each other to talk about them. Cool. Uh, yeah. And and if you want to see what Liam. And I look like, uh, by all means, put Liam Tweedy into YouTube, <laughs> my name into YouTube. Yep. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll, uh, <laughs> you'll see what we look like. Well, Char- um, Charlie, you
1: have, um, no, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you know, for anybody that's not, you know, has seen you on Facebook as of late, obviously, uh, you're training for the Denny's again and they can catch you, uh, doing some nice polling right there, um, Uh, Go ahead and finish your thing, but, you know, I I mean, if they're not familiar with you, they should go out and friend you if they're interested in anything. Art Blair Stones, the, the Denny Stones, you know, obviously, I'm sure there's pictures of everything out there. Um, you know, you've, you've got, you've got one of the things I told you before I really admire with what you do, and now we know all the players, okay? Um, you know, we've had Lawrence on here. That's, uh, Charlie's son. Um, And for a young man, I'll tell you, he's seen some stuff. And not only that, you know, he's lifted some decent sized Atlas stones. And when you hear him talking, how he wants to get a bigger one. But what I really admire about it is this anybody can come and lift the stones. That's one good thing. Because you got to have, if you want to attract people, it can't all be a 300 pound guy doing them, all right? But the nice thing is, you know, I've watched them with the kids. You'll put a mark on the barrel, and all they got to do is touch it. And obviously, you know, I, I expect your son to be interested, in, and, and your daughter probably too. But the, the nice thing that I see with that, from not ever being over there to do them or witness them with it, is you're giving people not only history, but you're giving all age groups the ability to participate and you know when we talk about physical culture we talk about you know we want to get all this stuff out there you are the perfect platform for it so you know i i i think it's a great thing you're doing my friend
0: thank you very much It's very kind of you eric it certainly gives myself and liam and and mark and and jill a lot of uh, a lot of enjoyment watching people uh yeah watching people do it i mean it's 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 a fantastic thing to watch and the sense of satisfaction and uh, you know when somebody does well or even even if somebody is struggling, and the fact that they're putting in the effort and they're determined, I mean, that—that's they've won already. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, Liam, here, we'll, we'll get you right in here. Um, no problem. How, how, now, how long have you been involved with the Ard Blair Stones? And then we're going to go right into, obviously, the training for the Denny's, and I heard Charlie mm. say prior to this, obviously, you're a natural for it, and we know... From talking last time, you don't have a lot of weightlifting background, so just just let everybody know how did this all come about with Charlie and Jill and Mark, obviously for you.
2: So it was back in uh, August in 2016. I was at the the rugby club uh, for the Ale Festival, and the Hardbliss Stones were there. That was where I first met Charlie and Jill. Um, I'd previously a year before heard about the Stones and. Fancied uh, giving them a goal, right enough. And, you know, like Charlie says, I did, uh, I did surprise myself with how well I'd done. Um, I ended up coming second on that day, uh, and receiving a trophy, um, which I was, uh, chuffed about with that. Um, <clears throat> but no, it's definitely been a pleasure, uh, meeting Charlie and Jill, right enough. Um, Charlie's great for definitely giving you positive, you know, motivation to go out there and do the, do the stones and keep, keep you all going and everything. Um, but no, it's definitely good to you know the stones are free to everyone to have an attempt. It's good to see the kids, you know, yeah. get really excited. No, it's definitely the kids as well. And like you mentioned with Lawrence, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up in a few years. He's going to be definitely a history stone stone lifter there, right enough here, no doubt about that one. Um, but no, it's good to see even the women, you know, attempting yeah. the shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. My sisters both have had, had attempts at them and done quite well. My, my sister's won a trophy as well. She wow. got third place, I believe. So it um, must run in the family for ourselves. Yeah. But like you see, I don't do much weightlifting as such. I just have a physical, manual labour job. Um, I think that's where, where it all comes from, right enough. Um well.
1: Liam, let me ask you this. That's what I want to really hit upon, too. Obviously, like Charlie said, you're a natural, and you got to be to be able to do that stuff. But do you attribute, because, you know, we do so much stuff manually behind here, um, whether we stack piles of stones and say we're only walking 10 feet, but when you get to the ones that, you know, are in the 400-pound range, most of them you might carry a little bit, but you're pretty much rolling or dragging, which I love to do. How important do you feel that manual labor is? And do you really feel that it transitions into, to the stones that you're doing right now?
2: Yeah, I think manual labor is a definitely a big thing. Um, you know, <laughs> um, it's definitely a big thing for myself anyway, for strength and everything. Um, Go
0: ahead. One of the things I would say. Do you mind if I interrupt, yeah, Eric? Yeah, Go ahead. Certainly, certainly, my experience with the Highland Games is that a lot of the, the sort of top competitors—it's um, it, not a lot of them have other jobs. Yeah. And to me, I've noticed that the top competitors do seem to be shepherds or farmers yep. or uh, have a building background, and I, and I do think that. It, it goes hand in hand with uh, a lot of people would say oh no it's just too much work because you're training in the gym and you're doing the manual labor and it's too much but quite honestly from the experience and what i've what i've seen in people it's it's only a good thing it, yeah. it seems to complement it yeah i don't know if liam would agree with me but that that's
1: what i thought well you know, you know go ahead liam
2: go ahead yeah i definitely agree with you there charlie right enough you know like you say it's quite a lot more of the manual workers which you know do quite well with the stones and that and you know i've seen them beating some of the you know the the weightlifters from the gym and that and it's you know it's it's definitely a proven that it's definitely good for your manual labor and everything uh yeah. positive strength
1: yeah and i i think too it's it, if if you can balance your training with manual labor my belief is you're going to be a better lifter period whether it's weights stones sandbags et cetera. Et cetera. all right charlie now you guys are um Obviously, getting ready for the Denny's. Um, I don't remember, so uh, refresh my memory. Are you guys going in April uh, to do the Denny's, or are you waiting to the gathering? What's the plan at this point?
0: Well, well, their intention at the moment, and we're certainly signed down for it. Again, another... another, um... Uh, website people may be interested to look at is the thedinesstones dot com. I think it's www Yep. Uh, you should find it. And there's a, there's a news uh, bit there. And certainly Liam, myself, and Mark are all scheduled uh, for the 28th of April. Okay. So uh, in the morning, uh, sometime probably around 10 o'clock, I think we'll be there. Um, I think I think all the lifts are going to be in the morning because the Loggy estate. Who yeah. owns the uh, the stones that they gone to events in the afternoon? So um, there's going to be about I think about twelve of us. Oh, so it's good, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Particularly when there was about fourteen I think lifters at the gathering. So it's always going to be like a mini gathering.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. And
0: um, the, the reason we, we chose that date or came up with it was because we obviously needed a date, and I knew there was a few people going then, and I suggested to Mark what would be think. And then the next thing, it was all over social media that we were doing that day. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've kind of committed to it yeah. after that. But, yeah. it, but it's been great because there's a lot of uh, a lot of our friends are going to be doing it at the same time, and obviously the northern area, and it's all support and encouragement. And yeah. uh, It should be a, a fantastic morning, I hope.
1: Now, are you thinking? Are you still thinking about? Well, is the gathering in your uh, mirror this year or not?
0: Well, well, yeah. I mean, very kindly, uh, Stevie Shanks. Phoned me and asked if I'd be prepared to have the Ard Blair stones at the gathering. Oh, nice! So I, so I yeah, I, I, I took him up on that and I said thank you very much. Uh, Obviously, wow. Dean will be helping with that, and, and again, Mark and Jill and yeah. uh, sort of the, the usual suspects. So, so we're all going to be there anyway. All um, right. And um, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to the the whole motion of having a photograph with the Ard Blair's and the Inver, which is going to yeah. be there as well. Yeah, uh, wow. The I mean, it'll be a great, a nice photo. Uh, so I, I think, now I was speaking to Stevie, and I'm not sure if they're going to sort of cap the numbers for the Dinnies or not. So I wouldn't I wouldn't like to just assume that myself, Liam and Mark will get a lift uh, on the gathering. But right, I, I'm absolutely, right. I, but I'm, I'm 100% confident that by the time of the gathering that all of us will have lifted the Dinnies. And uh, I, I, if we don't, it'll just be down to numbers. And it may be, maybe Stevie or, or the committee... Like to see a few new lifters rather than maybe seeing the old the old guys, you know, yeah, uh, doing them again. But I, I don't know. I'm not on the committee. I don't know. But yes, we'll, we'll be
1: at the gathering. Oh, too. I, yeah, and uh, with the stones and hopefully doing the Denny's as well. I think that's great, man. What what a, what do a, that's uh, got to pump you guys up big time. I in fact, you know, I think that really even sets a bigger tone there. I know the Denny's, but. With the Art Blair Stone, I mean, you've got now a hell of a package sitting there, you know, and um, it ought to be very interesting. I, I, you know, as Stevie said, you know, the uh, curiosity is getting bigger and bigger for stones. Um, you know, you're getting more and more people now participating in it. I think the Art Blair Stones is just going to be like another great thing right on top of that, and I think I, I, I just. I've got this very positive view on stone lifting. I mean, you guys over there, you've got some stuff. But, you know, as we know with Ryan Stewart out in Utah, um, they're starting to find more and more stones. There's places they're going now. I'm glad to see that because no one has ever really done much with that stuff. The only guy that's really been involved is, you know, Bill Crawford. Um, So it's nice to see a few things happening here. But I think that's great news. William, what do you think, man? The gathering—you'll—you'll you'll be out uh, in the end of April doing them. Um, what's your feeling right now as far as lifting the Denny's? Um, April's coming. Before you know it, uh, we'll put a little pressure on you. Now, what's your what's your thoughts? What do you feel you've got to um, do better to get the lift, or do you have that steel confidence where you're going to tell me right now I'm going to kill it?
2: Yeah. Well. Last week I did manage a a two two seven and a half kilogram, uh, no, a three two seven kilogram lift uh, last week. um, Felt quite confident with it, but my control I was kind of lacking on. Yep. um, So so I've been discussing with Charlie and that, and well, we've just been training for the dinners tonight actually. um, Myself, Mark, and Charlie, um, and I went back down to two hundred and eighty kilos to get the control, and you know get a better lift from it uh, yep. to save any injuries but i do feel like i'm i'm, I'm pretty confident we we're going to lift the stones we've still got two just under two months of training oh yeah so yep. I'm, I'm feeling confident that i'm going to be able to do them right enough uh and i'm i'm close to the weight already but i'm i'm just going to go back you know take a step back take the weight down get the control again and just get a you know a stronger lift um like, I was definitely going to start working on some squats, get some more muscle in the leg right enough. You know, the, the physical labour's good and all, but I think I feel that I'm lacking in the legs slightly. Yep. So yep. Uh, that's definitely going to be on the agenda for so hopefully in the next couple of weeks to get on some squats. Um, the gathering's going to be exciting, as Charlie was saying. You know, the Adbler Stones are going to yep. be there. That's definitely going to be good for everyone coming up. It's just, I hope, well, I'm sure it's going to m- make it even even bit more popular for everyone to come up. And at least that way, they're not just watching the Denny stones. They can have an attempt at they Ad blessed stones. And I think with, you know, with both of them, you know, stone lifting is going to take off this year and it's, you know, it's getting really, really popular across here again now. So yeah, it's, uh, no, it's really
1: good. It's, good. It, it's, it's nice to see something like that. Cause I got to tell you guys, um, I don't, I don't really watch much American sports here. Um, Baseball started. I do like the Yankees at points, but I really never watch any more than a couple innings. Um, I, the only other thing that I'll watch will be, uh, hockey, and that's pretty much it. Um, I don't watch American football, basketball, anything like that. I do when I can find it, but you can't find it much, is on CBS Sports. When they've got the old world strongest men on, um, I'm glued to that. No matter if I've seen it ten times or not, I love watching it. I, I it just feels like, um, you know, we talk about testosterone and everything. Uh, I just love watching that stuff, and I think the older stuff I, I enjoy much more. Um, i i i i like the events a lot better, some of the older stuff and I'm talking even way back to like Kamire and before that you know when Franco Colombo was in it uh Ken patera i I like you know when they're bending rod across their foreheads or whatever um that's a little bit more exciting to me um that's why I think I liked a lot of the Icelandic stuff or anything like that in the winter. you know we were talking about carrying the Husafell. Well, Charlie and I were talking off, offline one night about it. And, um, you know, they, they had a, a big winter thing there. And, you know, there they are in quite a bit of snow around the sheep pen. And there they are picking up the fell and getting as far as they can with it. Um, just real interesting stuff. I, I, I like more of a hark back to that. I, I, don't get me wrong. I like the stuff they do now. But if I had my choice, I'd go backwards with something like that. Comment on any of that, Charlie, or, you know, any, you know, we talked about the R. Blair Stones. I think that, I think that, that deal with Stevie to bring them there, I think that is going to really seal that event too. Nothing to take away from the Denny's or the Inver or anything, but the added attraction of that, as we talked about in the beginning, and the ability to get so many age groups involved i think this is going to even be better for the denny stones because now you're going to tap into hopefully a lot of young kids maybe teenagers are going to say you know what i just lifted x number of ard blair atlas stones now i know they're different than grabbing a ring i got it but what you're doing now is you're stirring the competitive juice in people and hopefully you're going to get a bunch of young lifters coming up that you're going to be participating with, I hope, in the near future. But comment on any of that stuff, brother.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, the um, it, it Obviously, as, as Liam already said, it's going to be an opportunity for people to actually get their hands on them, Yep. Yep. Uh, actually take part in something because the Dinnies, I remember uh, an interview you did with Andy Kenny, and he described it as, you, know, you just sort of get off a bus and lift the Dinnies. You know? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> um, the Inver's going to be there as well, but I think I, I'm not, I not. don't think that the general public are going to be able to do things with the Inver, as far as I'm aware. I think right. that there'll be a few demonstrations and, and a bit about historic stones, but I, 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 I wouldn't like to think that somebody would go to the gathering just assuming that they're going to get a chance to lift yeah. the Inver or, or the Dinnies, necessarily. Yeah. Right. Um, I think Stevie is quite keen to get new people lifting the Dinnies. I, th- I think that would be a good thing so uh, you know I, I referred to that before um, so uh, yeah it's going to be great you know I'm to be there and people are having a great time and I'll be handing out trophies yeah and um, yeah uh, well, exciting times
1: let, let me ask you this and we'll go right to Liam because I'm going to ask him the same question because it all falls in line Steve Jack everything old, old world strongest man middle of the road or the new stuff or do you like everything Is that directed at Liam? No, it's to, no, you. No, no, to, to it's you. first.
0: Dead, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I occasionally, I mean, I have a, a Sky TV, and um, I, I like thinking through the channels, and, and quite often I, I do see all World's Strongest Man competitions, and um, yeah, I mean, my sort of earliest memories are supposed to be Magnus, uh, Magnuson. Oh yeah. Uh, and, uh, um, there's a guy called Manfred Herbal, who I, I remember. Uh, oh yeah. He was quite good, and. Um, but yeah, yeah actually Magnus Magnuson is an interesting chap because he he's sort of quite involved in World world's strongest man now and I think behind the scenes and, and a bit deep judging and I think uh, certainly Britain's disabled man which uh, you know, our mutual friend Gary Clark is running, yeah yep, I, I yep. think he's going to be a judge at that so nice and, and he's still a very strong able guy you know he uh, I, I'm that, I would, I'd like to meet him one day I've never had that opportunity yeah that'd but, be cool. Uh, Yep. Yeah, I mean, te- there was Ted Van pa- I remember. I remember once um, I went to the Highland Games at uh, a place called Blair Athol, and it was shortly... It, was, it must have been in the late 1980s, and there was Ted Van manfred Manfred Herbal, I yep. uh, think Magnus... Oh, I don't know Magnus was there, but anyway, it basically was like... all I was seeing all these people in the flesh yep, uh, taking part in the Highland Games, and it was, it was quite a surreal thing, uh, because I was just a schoolboy at the time, yeah. and were just yeah. like... You know it was like looking at superheroes or something yeah you know, it was yep. quite extraordinary it um, you know you basically looked at it and thought well if I could do that and I look like that then there's nothing I couldn't do you know yep. it, was, yep. it was very inspirational stuff I think yeah. I think
1: I think the Ard Blair stone spells the same thing for people and you remember Manfred Hor- horrible you remember the arms and yeah. that dude yeah. man he they're like he had 25 inch biceps <laughs> I remember reading all that and then but you know what I you know what my biggest memory and it's a and it's um and and it, it was a tragedy man big time but I I'll never forget it when I was a kid um do you remember the mega man when Matt yeah oh we got and the arm wrestled mag uh, yeah. Matt Samus in there and you heard that arm just go scrap and that was it man I was like <laughs> i i that, i never i could see it in my mind's eye right now. I was like I've watched so many of them, but nothing I'll ever remember like that on that note liam world's strongest man fan watch them. Uh, if so uh what do you favor as far as time frame when they were on
2: i I don't get to watch them too much nowadays i you know watch bits and pieces right enough I definitely remember when I was a child right enough uh, I used to watch it um I couldn't tell you any names of uh, yeah, yeah. who was on the, on at that period or anything, but um, you know, definitely, I think with watching what I've seen on the newer stuff, I definitely pre- probably prefer some of the older stuff, right? Yeah, up. yeah, um, no, definitely. Um,
1: um, let me ask you this because I want to get into a little bit of the mind, the mind idea here with all this. Granted, we know that obviously you're a very strong individual. You've got potential with this. This is just. It's you, obviously. Um, But that doesn't mean it's not hard work, and we're talking with squatting and all that. What do you feel going into, and all along Mm -hmm. here, how do you prep yourself mentally? I mean, obviously, with Mark and Charlie around, you got some great people to push you and motivate you, and I'm sure there's a lot of energy in the room or outside or wherever. But what do you feel yourself... What do you need mentally to bring it April twenty
2: eighth? You definitely gotta, you know, keep telling yourself, you know, you can do this. Be positive, like you were saying, you know, with having Charlie and Mark there, it is a lot of positive energy. Uh, you know, Charlie definitely pushes you along. It's uh, definitely help needed, right enough. But like I say, as long as you stay positive, keep telling yourself you, you can do this. You know, and if you put the training in there's no, there's no reason why you can't, you can't lift these.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I look, I, I think it's like everything we've talked about this a lot. We had a real interesting show with Eric Gutman Saturday and uh, Charlie, you really, um, you uh, Charlie will cause he's familiar with Eric. I don't know if you are Liam, but there's an article I guess out and Eric had posted a few days before the show. And of course we've got every expert in the world telling you now you have to, you know, nail high reps to do dot, 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 dot. It's more of the bodybuilding style, which we talked about. Oh, Charlie, I don't know if you listened to the Dr. Wong show the other day, but we hit some of that and he crucified bodybuilders. It was hilarious. And, <laughs> and, and, but this yeah, is the point. Good. We talked about, you know, they're talking about joints. Now, if you do single reps or three reps, you're crushing your joints, wrecking everything. It's the, it's the, total opposite of all that i'll tell you right now and we got into a killer show about it and we talked about isometric holds and we talked about heavy heavy and doing singles and all that and you go out and look at the studies they're never going to admit it but you know we all know when you start repping high what usually ends up happening is not all the time because it can happen with low reps too but you make that one crucial mistake, and you could tear something, uh, destroy the lower back, all that. And my, my, you know, I remember years ago, I don't remember who said it, but they're like, who gives a shit about reps? It's the one rep that matters when you compete. I mean, you know, um, it's like anything. It's like you go and lift the hoose stone. You got one rep to pick it up, maybe two and then you wrap your arms around that thing as tight as you can and you haul that 50 meters around the sheep pen. So it was a really good show Charlie but the thing the thing that I want to ask you is this. You and I have talked about this, you know, I've made reference to the upper back, you know, because most people probably don't know that's kind of like you and me talking about having to shore things up like Liam was saying with uh, leg work. But now that you have – I mean, 17, you had a golden year. There's no doubt about it. You're going now into 18. You're going to be there April 28th. How has your mindset changed from a year ago? Well,
0: I've got a lot more confidence now.
1: Uh, without – without,
0: I wouldn't say it's arrogance at all, but I'd say I have more belief and confidence in what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. And it's quite interesting, actually, because you're talking about um, – the advantages and the benefits of doing maybe singles or maybe two reps or something. and That's exactly the philosophy that I've taken with the Denny's. I'm not doing reps. What I'm doing is I have a a set goal in mind. Okay, I'm I'm warming up a bit. I mean, I think there's a difference between doing reps and warming up. So I'm I'm warming up, but nothing particularly taxing. And then literally, I'm just I know what I need to add, how much weight I need to add, and I don't really want to be doing more than two reps max. I mean, not even reps, but I mean, attempts. I mean, if I do it the first time, great. And that's what I'd hope to do. But if I don't, then I'll have a pause and I'll go back to that same weight. And I'll just basically just keep hammering it until I've got it. And um, then, yeah, the next, the next training session, I add more weight. So it's exactly what you're saying. As far as the Denise go, I'm not like doing three sets of 12. Oh, forget it. Yeah. yeah. I I just can't. And also you tear your hands to bits. So I've definitely adopted the, 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 heavy, heavy singles is is for me personally i think is the way
1: forward no go no, and i totally agree because you know the stuff we talked about with the rack work like yesterday i uh, two rounds man and if you do two movements you're spent you're done
2: um the only the only thing that i
1: if you call it reps i've started doing heavy wrist rolling again from all different um uh heights in the rack but that's the extent of my reps. Um, I think, and, you know, while we're going to really prove it with with what we're doing with this this rack work, is not only, do, and I'm going to ask Liam this, and I want to go back to you, Charlie, because it's very important, I think, especially um, not only with the stone lifting, but if you really want to get into a very concentrated rack program, is this. Heavy just feels right. Okay, and I wanna explain it a little more than that. Mentally, yeah, it, it it's a dog on you. There's no doubt about it. I mean, when you gotta get under or over something that is so heavy that the preparation is incredible, obviously. But the one thing I'm finding is this. I told you I think I don't know if I said it the other night when we were on, but I think I've told you this off uh, line, Charlie is this. I'm getting to the point, you know, you talk about confidence from a year ago. And you and I both know you got to be confident to go out and do that. I mean, I don't care if you're walking up to it and you're apprehensive. I mean, that means your brain and your body's alive. You should feel a little apprehension. Because if you think that you, you just don't have a lot of feeling towards it, you might not have the success you want. But I will tell you one thing I've noticed with this rack work is this. It's to the point now where I am already have it burned in my head like I normally would, but when I walk up to a bar, no matter what I'm going to do with it for the day, it's like I don't even really think anymore. It's like there's no doubt in the back of my head. There's no, what if it doesn't come up? Well, if it doesn't come up, you know what? We're going to do it two or three days from now. It's changed my focus and my drive and my feel for everything I'm doing now. And without sounding cocky, it is cocky in some ways. And I like that. I, who wants to go in somewhere and not be aggressive and strong and, and beating your chest a little bit? Not to the point where you're psyching yourself out because you can do that too. But there, but this stuff, when you're lifting heavy and one rep or maximum of three reps, it does something to you not only physically but to your psyche Liam, comment on any of that, because, I mean, you're new to the Dinnies and stuff. How, how does it, I mean, obviously you do manual labor, so you're used to lifting heavy things, but wh- how do you feel when you're doing that stuff? Does it touch things off on you, or you just can go in and bang, do it?
2: Yeah, I've, well, I've kind of just went in, you know, from the start, and just been able uh, to do it right enough, and, um, I was kind of on the same line with Charlie, you know. I was just going in and doing the one big weight each week. Yep. Um, and I, I definitely think it worked, and I, I could keep going at that. But I definitely feel my lift was, you know, less controlled, and um, wasn't happy with the lift and everything. And I definitely thought I was maybe going to pull an injury, so that's why I've kind of, you know, gone back down, go back yep. into the weight, control everything again. I'm kind of going for maybe a couple of reps at that weight, right, enough each week. But I think that's going to improve myself, you know, on the, you know, on the back and, you know, getting the the body into position for these kind of weights. Because we are talking <laughs> incredible yeah. weights, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you're not, you know, that's the thing. And obviously the confidence has got to build into it. If you know you got to back off, you back off. But. You know, if you were sitting there trying to do 12 to 15 reps every time, I think your success would be going the other direction. Because then people argue the fact, well, you're conditioning. Well, why don't you condition with half of that weight, you know, on each ring? I mean, see, the, the thing I notice about a lot of things is this. I don't know why, what the temptation is, and I think it's more vanity You know, let's take something heavy and do as many reps with it. And here's the thing. I don't know about you, but I'm sure you guys have seen it. I've seen it plenty. What starts breaking down your form? And when form breaks and you're using heavy stuff, that's when you can break. So, you know, that that show we did the other day on singles and stuff, it was just absolutely incredible because, you know, we were talking about just with isometric holds what they do to your body. I mean – I've been doing a lot of research with John McKean. John sent me an article the other day. Dr. Ziegler was huge with York Barbell, and Dr. Ziegler was the one that built, taught Bill March, one of the greatest lifters ever, how to use a rack. And John and I were talking about the the length of a hold. You know, they were saying 12 seconds. Then there was another rewrite about it where, they said to never go over six seconds, and that's what I've been using for quite a while now. Um, obviously, if the weight's super heavy and you can only hold it for a second and a half, so be it. You know, we'll get it again next time. But, Charlie, you know, we've talked about the heavy singles, the mindset, everything that goes in. Well, t- describe to everybody, and then we'll go to Liam, but you've been now at the actual gathering. Describe what that feels like, if you can, to everybody when you're walking up on the Denny's, I mean, give a visual, and, and and if you can describe it in your own words, if you've thought about it, how does it feel when you're standing between those two stones, one front, one back, and you're getting ready to lift that? Go ahead.
0: Well, I, I was quite lucky. That the point I'd, that I got to the gathering a week before, I think it
1: had been, I'd already
0: lifted the Denny's, okay. my yep. first ever lift. So by the time the gathering came around there was no reason why I shouldn't lift the Dinnies. I, I had a, I, I had a feel for them, and I thought, well, yeah, I, I felt, as I say, confident without being arrogant. I, yeah. mean, was, I, yeah. I felt there was no reason I shouldn't lift them. Rather yep. than I'm going to lift them. Yep. So, so when I, when I walked towards them, obviously the gathering there was a lot of people there, and you know you had the likes of Jack, Jack <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, 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 Jim Lane and Brett Nichol and Stevie and, and Andy and you know uh, sort of heavy hitters in the world of stone lifting and uh, and, and strongman and things. And so that they, they were all standing around. But I've, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have met a lot of these guys, and, and, and that was a great thing because they're all supportive. But you, you kind of yeah, I, I followed. Uh, There was sort of different groups, and I was maybe the third one in a group or something, and a few groups had gone before me. So that a large, literally a gathering, had had sort of formed a circle around the stones, and there was press there, you know, and commentator, and it wasn't like a team thing; it was just you, and it was just you're on the spot, and either you do it or you don't. So, um, uh, yeah, I I warmed up a bit um, and sort of got prepared, and I didn't allow myself to be distracted too much and i would already knew how i wanted the stones set up i kind of in my head had had a plan which i was just going to systematically follow through it just be calm and um yeah i just sort of stood over the stones and uh i, I took my time i didn't want to, i didn't want to be rushed i just i just wanted yep. to be totally focused so um your people were very patient with me, as, as Liam will attest. Uh, I like things to be set up. So <laughs> yeah, before committing yeah. myself to a lift. Yeah, I don't want to do it any more times than I have to. Yeah, and I want to get it absolutely right. And and, and again, it's a psychological edge if it's set up exactly how you want it. And so I stood over the things, and I'd just shaken hands with, with Jack Shanks. So he was the last person that was There <laughs> you go, man. You got that good yeah. DNA, man. Yeah, exactly. So, um, although he, was, he didn't actually shake my hand, he shook my wrist because my hands were covered in chalk. Yep, I, I yep. Really chalk my hand. yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, so he had my back, and so uh, over and then kind of got into position. And you can hear you, you're conscious in the back of your mind; you can hear people shouting and cheering you want to say, "Come on!" and everything, and the commentator saying, and here's Charlie, all of them about, to, you know, and all this kind of going on. But you can have to zone out of it, and you basically got my grip. Uh, yep got a good, decent grip, got my stance, leant sort of down onto the rings so that I wasn't taking any strain on my legs, so I wasn't there quivering in, in like a squat position, just totally relaxed and calm. And I just took a few breaths, and then I took one huge breath, yep. kind of locked lock my body and my lungs and everything, so line, it would be total alignment it's this huge breath, and then sort of sat back, uh, kept the arms locked and straight, and then just pressed with my legs. And, and, and it just it came up. I mean, yeah. it, was, it came up pretty quick. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it was, there was no real doubt about it. It was, I mean, I, I got them at the, the least half foot off ground. I mean, it, there was no, uh, I mean, I went straight to lockout position. It's one of the things that I've always tried to do is yep. absolutely explode from that pull. Yep. It's not sort of feeling the weight on the way up, or, you know, it's not kind of sort of teetering left or right or anything. It's in your head. You're going to say, you're going to lift this and it's quite, it's a strange feeling, it's the experience when you when you explode like that, and so to an outside, you know, from a spectator's point of view, this explosion might look like about three or four seconds, but in your head, it's just like a millisecond, it's just yeah, fire yeah. and a fresh, and then before you know it, you just go through the motions which you've done loads and loads of time in training, and then you're standing locked with these things, and, um, uh, I wasn't really aware of crowd reactions at the time but I've seen video footage back and photographs obviously
1: that it's quite nice as a few mouths hanging over yeah well you know what it is too Charlie you know with like big lifts you prepare like crazy for them and they happen so quick it's like wow you know yeah, what I mean yeah I mean, yeah. yeah
0: I mean even something simple like if someone yeah. sets up the dinnings for you which yep. is a
1: very kind thing to do obviously they might not just
0: be exactly how you want them or how you've trained or what you're used to and I think half the battle is just believing in yourself yeah, and trusting in yourself. And, yeah, people can say, yeah, yeah, come on, or do this, or hold it like that and everything. But quite honestly, by that stage, you should know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's nice to have hear the encouragement. But, honestly, if you're actually listening to the crowd at that point and taking their advice, then you're wasting your time. You yeah. need to have that confidence as the training when yep. you approach that thing. It's the crowd, to- with, they, they feel, and if you, when you do lift it, the crowd feel they've... They, they've had a part in the yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. have been shouting advice, yeah. is just, yeah. which ostensibly to them. They believe that you've taken on. But, in fact, you, you've rehearsed it so many times yeah. that you, you're going to do it. But the crowd, it's like Gladiator. They love you for it.
1: You yep, <laughs> yep. Well, you know what it, it is to Charlie? It's that deep belief, like you said, that unwavering confidence at that point, and you're set. You walk. You, you know where you're going to stand. You know how you're going to grab these rings, and before you know it, you're standing with them off the ground, and it's done. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing, the mechanics from head to toe we got. Liam, on that note, um, obviously, uh, this is going to be your big year. What uh, Denny's, obviously, what else? Is there um, Inverstone in your future? You're going to go over to Iceland? You lift the Hussafel. What, what are you planning on after... Uh, Well, April 28th and obviously the gathering. What do you think you want to do this year?
2: So obviously, like you say, I've got the Denny's, you know, for the 28th of April, and hopefully I can win my invitation and ticket to the gathering. If not, I'll be there anyway with the uh, Ablair (laughs) Stones. Yeah, you're Uh, there. Um yeah, I've, I've I've lifted the inver I did lift the inver last year right enough. Um it was a, a nice stone right enough and at this point um Charlie had actually shouldered the Inver, so there was kinda a bit of a competition to, to get for myself to get it onto the shoulder. Um at this point I've never I've never really shouldered a, a stone before so I was Lacking on, you know, what I should be doing and everything, but obviously Charlie's great, and you know yep. he does tell you, you know, all the tips and perks and that. But unfortunately, after eight failed attempts, I never, never got the stone onto the shoulder. So, um, but no, for this year, you know, we've got a kind of a list here. Um, we've got what I think sixteen historical stones <laughs> on the list. Yep. Um, yep. yep. Uh, after the Denny Stones, I will have ticked off eight of the stones, um, so hopefully this year I'd like to complete the list and uh, you know get that one ticked off, and um, that would be a, a quite a good achievement at, at that. Oh, yeah. um, as for the Hoosahs, that's just a, you know that's a bit of a dream come true right there. Um, you know that's a it would be a great challenge, and you know I'd definitely be up for that challenge right enough. It would be you know, like. Even the, you know the scenery or the landscape around in Iceland would just be absolutely beautiful right enough and i 'm um, sure there 's plenty of other stones that there is out there to be lifted in Iceland as yep. well, so you yep. could definitely make a, a tour of it instead of just the one stone um, but no. Unfortunately, I don't think that would be this year for for the Húsvéður. Right enough, uh, but uh, definitely in the future, that is one of my stones. Yeah, which I would love to tick off. Um there is also the the Shanksy stones across an island. Yeah, um, yep. yeah. I met Stevie Shanks uh, last year, and we went on a, a small tour uh, stone tour. Um, unfortunately, we're having to catch his plane. he only managed one of the stones. Uh, but me and Charlie did go out and uh, lift another two stones that afternoon. Um, but, yeah, no, so I'm I'm looking forward to the year, and uh, it's going to be exciting one for myself.
1: Hell, yeah. I mean, look at what you've done already. It's amazing because, see, what I'd like to do, you'd have to get a group of people. I mean, that could possibly be maybe, you know, Charlie, we've talked about Iceland. I'd like to do the 2008 tour we did with Bill, uh, Dritvik, Legenstein, Latra, and obviously Husafel. Um, I might do it a little bit different. I'd hit Husafel first and then probably backtrack a lot of it, but it doesn't really matter. Let me tell you, lifting any of those stones, and if you lift every one of them, I mean, you're, you are like, uh, gold to me, man. I mean, it's like, it's like anything. I mean, it takes so much perseverance and so much attitude, and so much work. I don't care how gifted you are. We've got a lot of people I've played sports with that were gifted. They just didn't have the mental tools to pull it off. And one thing I say all the time, because I've been around it, is this, and I'm sure both of you have too. I know a lot of really good, good athletes. I'm talking, you know, Division One football players. They could have been in all that. They got hurt. And that was the end of them. They never recovered. And I don't know if uh, the injury was fixed, whether it needed surgery or not, but they didn't have the mental tenacity to come back. And, of course, let's be honest, um, when maybe you're not the number one guy anymore to the team, treatment's different. And one thing I liked, you know, Charlie was saying, and we always say that, one thing I love about Stones, just like the real heavy weightlifting too, You get it or you don't. Now, there's no one saying you can't come back another day. I mean, for me, that would be much harder because where where I live. But, you know, that's what I love about this stuff more than anything out there I've ever played. It's like you lift that stone or you don't. You lift that weight or you don't. How you handle it. And that's the biggest thing, I think, of success and failure obviously, and then translating it to your personal life, entrepreneurs, et cetera, et cetera, is this. How are you going to handle when things don't work out for you? Are you going to just say it's unfair? Are you going to quit it? Or are you going to work that much harder, strengthen up any weaknesses, and go back another day and conquer it? Charlie, Um, we're all right about time, but summarize everything Um. um Comment on any of that, we'll go to Liam and then I'll give out all my info after that and just hang on if you both would. But make sure, take your time, uh answer Anthony you want, summarize Anthony, give out the yard Blair stones, the way they can get a hold of you, all that, and then we'll shift to Liam if you would please.
0: Okay, well obviously I'll just say thanks again for having me uh having me on the show, which uh, is is always a pleasure and uh I've learned a few things about Liam's training tonight that perhaps I didn't know before <laughs> 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 We're getting, which is uh, in a good way so that, it's, yep. it's quite nice uh, you know it's, it's good uh, um, sort of hearing what he has to say really uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll chat about that after the show too sure um, but uh, yeah if anybody wants to get in touch with me then I, I have a Facebook page it's it's actually Charlie uh, Blair um, there is there's a Blair in there it's a double-barreled name but um, yeah yeah uh, so, uh, and there's obviously, as I said before, the YouTube channel, The Art Stones, and the Facebook page, The Art And, uh, yeah, if anybody has any questions or, uh, yeah, I, I'd be very happy to
1: answer them. Some training tips uh, events that are coming up. Um, hey, yeah. Charlie, let me ask you one thing before you go. Keep going. Because um, I, I, we've done enough shows. Um, what do you think you would have done... For sport or whatever, and I know you've done other things, but if you didn't do weightlifting, stones, we can let's just tie it all together. What do you think you would well, you have done? I think. Go ahead. I
0: don't. I don't think it would have been a team sport when, no. when I was at school. Yep. Um, there were certain activities that you were pretty much obliged to do. and yep. It was. There was sort of rugby was one of them, and then cricket was another one, and uh, they were the two main ones actually. Uh, there's hockey was in there, uh, but I, 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 I don't know. I, I, well, I think it's great, obviously, having you know being in a team and having friends. And things for me personally, um, I've, I, I I did a lot of cross country running. I, I sort of preferred to be on my own, I guess. I'm uh, with you. Actually, yep. training and um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's interesting because I've heard interviews with Yuko Ahala as well. Yep. I think he. I can't remember what team he played for, but he was in team sports and he just he just really. Wanted to go solo, you know. He just wanted to do something that, that, that was uh, individual to him. And kind of, he was answerable to it. I mean, it yeah. can be quite lonely, which actually was really good about it. And in, in certainly in the world of strongman. Um, and I had this conversation with Luke Reynolds, who's one of the top Australian stone yeah. lifters. Yep. That there is a, and you'll have experienced this area when people get together, whether it's a gathering or a stone lifting tour or something. That there's a, a mutual deep respect for the people that you're with because you know. The hours they spent training, possibly in a lot of cases on their own, yep. like you've been doing. And you, you have that instant bond that you've been doing it. You haven't been, you know, haven't been had a manager shouting at you as a team doing this or that, laughing and mucking about, you yep. know, and, and, you know it's, it's it's all on you. Yeah. And, and I think people respect that. And uh, to me, it makes it that bit more rewarding. So, in answer to your question about what sport I would have done if I hadn't taken up weights, i I, I, i'm I'm not sure it, pro- it probably would have been something like believe it or not, although I'm not really built for it now, it would have been like a long distance running or something yeah like, basically, yeah, yeah on, on, on my own yeah, I'm just sort of you know lis- listening to the sound of my own breath and yeah music, you know playing tunes over in my head and just concentrating and focusing on the path ahead and, and the finish line rather than you know being in a in a team environment, so yeah uh, No, enough.
1: Go ahead. No, this sort all of answers your question. I haven't really come Yeah, to... no, it does. Well, I don't I don't know either. I was thinking about I was like, you know, played a lot of team sports, played on a lot of sports, but I suffered from I don't think it was suffering either, but I went through that real early around 10 years old. Um I did I didn't want to really play team sports. I was looking for something and then once we got involved with weights that was it. I mean, that, that was something that was like a magnet to my brain, literally, and I never have turned back other than when I had the bicep tear in 2008. Um, I, I, I'm sure when we meet up, uh, we will have quite a bit in common because one thing I will say, and I'm going to give it to Liam momentarily, is this, Charlie, um, and Liam. There's something about when you have to go out, no matter what, to do what you need to do. There's no alibis. There's nobody saying, well, I can't make it tonight. It's all on you. And, you know, I think that's very important, not only in weights and stones and everything else, but in life. Because, you know, we talk about leadership here. My father was big on that all the time as a kid. I mean, he just nailed it to my head. But it is very important. And when you can teach, especially, you know, obviously your son. Um, but, you know, my nephew, my little nephew, he's, he's almost Lawrence's age. It's very important. And, 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 you know, I don't remember where I heard it. Today or the other day, I heard somebody talking and I think you and I have talked about this too, Charlie, is this. Kids, even though you think they're not listening, they're listening and watching everything you do. And somebody else said that, I don't remember who it was, and it was a day or two ago, and I was like, bingo. I talk about that on the show all the time. And none of us can be 100% perfect. No one's asking you to, and I screwed up plenty, believe me. But I make more effort now than ever because, especially with the girls, um, most, well, all the men in my, in my family and in Dan's family are all athletes. They were more football, but they all lifted weights. Uh, my brother was more boxing, but we all lifted weights. I mean, I'm the guy that's done the extreme stuff pretty much. But especially with the girls, it's very important to me to have strong male models in their life, role models. And I'll tell you why, and we'll go right to Liam, and he can comment on any of this. Um, I'm talking America, and I'm sure you've seen plenty of it. Um, I'm not saying they'd go out with a weightlifter. Whoever they go out with and marry or whatever they're going to do, I'd stand by them 100%. But I want them to at least see guys that, know how to conduct themselves, know how how to get along well together, have some laughs. But I want to see them see strong men. And I'm not just talking in a physical sense. I'm talking in a sense that what comes out of your mouth isn't a bunch of garbage. I want to be examples so when they go out and they meet young men, they're going to think to themselves, is this gentleman going to measure up to, say, my father, obviously, and my uncles? I think that's where we leave our mark more than anything with our strength. Liam, um, comment on any of that, um, and we'll shift it back to Charlie, and uh, we'll get signed off for today. I I hope you'll come back on again, sir.
2: Yeah, well, thank you very much for having me on again. Uh, That's an absolute pleasure. But as for the, the, you know, in my school and that, I was big in my teams and I did all the sports in my school. I was at a, a sports college in school. I definitely think that's helped me to, you know, to what I am now, you know, the motivation from a sport, you know, that competitiveness, you know, and having that goal in mind and wanting to achieve it, you know, and I, I definitely feel, you know, from the sports that definitely helped me, as I do prefer probably to, you know, train on myself yep. um, like you said, I am an entrepreneur so I do work with myself most of the time um, you know, it saves relying on you know, other people yeah. to show up uh the, the the negative energy they can bring sometimes, you know, which can put you off your game, you know. You definitely you need your head to be there to uh to either lift a stone or, you know, lift a weight. Um and definitely from the stone lifting and the stone toes, you know, it, it's great to all the you know the different people I've met over the you know my short period of doing stone lifting you know I've met some uh, quite amazing people you know uh, the the Holland Keens across in America oh yeah yep you know Stevie Shanks across in Ireland you know uh, the guys down in Glasgow you know um, so uh, you know and it's good that we all you know come together we all. You know, we're all from probably different backgrounds, but, you know, if, once we're on that tour with the Stones, you know, we all just click together, you know, we all motivate each, each other to to achieve the lift that day, you know, and, I, you know, it's great to have all that positive energy around, you know, uh, but no, it's, it's, it's brilliant right enough, so.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, Charlie, um, any last parting words before I give out my information?
0: I don't think so, Eric. I think okay. I'm pretty All much. Right. I'm very happy with uh, with what we covered. And, oh yeah, it's, yeah. yeah I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, it's been a great. It's been a great podcast. And, no, it yeah. has. It, it, and you know, it's uh,
1: people don't realize it's not always easy to pull a three way conversation off, and uh, it went super. Uh, Liam, you're excellent, obviously, as uh, our guest and our new family member, and. Um, you know, I, I always wish success for everybody on here, and that includes both of you. So this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Um, as I said, go out to fiorellobarbellco.com. Um, winners and Champions, Inc., that's our premier product right now. Um, we are in the middle, and we are going to be filming Etched in Stone for Men, Etched in Stone for Women, and Etched in Stone for Children. This is going to be a whole new thing. Um, there's a lot of things that we are working on here. Um, products big time, but obviously we want to keep the growth of the show going. We're waiting to hear. Um, we don't know yet. I had to send them the stats. This has been some stuff that's been going on. We have a major insurance company looking at us to uh, possibly do some um, advertising with. That would help us out financially immensely right now. And They are connected to every big insurance company out there so you know never say never and when you think that you're down to your last breath take it no matter what because chances are you're going to get somewhere you want to go it's not easy by any means but we are probably right at the brink now this is usually when it either makes or breaks for you either way this is how this business is so On that, that's a very good thing. Also, too, uh, Prosperity Consciousness, go out to that page, look it over. If you'd like to donate to it, it goes right to my PayPal account, and bang, it's right there. It's no fuss, no muss. All you got to do is click on whatever you'd like to give, and it's very easy to follow, very straightforward. Also, too, don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Strength, Real Men. Real power. Type that in. You'll get right to that page. Also, too, don't forget about our manly men's movement. That's out on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Get involved. You can go down and you can say whatever you, I mean, within reason, all right? But you can go down, you can start a conversation. There's a lot of stuff there. People you all know from the show you can reply to. You know, everybody's been asking me for years now, the last few years, are you ever going to do anything like that? Because all you guys talk about at times is manliness and this, that, and the other thing. Well, it's there. Take advantage of it because bring in friends of yours. It just doesn't have to be you. We want people to come in here. We've got young kids who listen to the show. We're going to be doing more and more things of this nature in the future. Also, too, don't forget about free consultations here. Come on in here. If you live in New York, upstate, anywhere, I'll give you a free workout. You can come right to the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. We'll get on that. If you don't live in New York, well, you know I'm talking to Charlie and uh, Liam right now, and they're both in the U.K. All right, so... Obviously, we can talk to anybody in the world because that's what we do. Also, too, don't forget about advertising on motivation and muscle. The rates, I believe, are very, very fair. Obviously, um, uh, when I spoke to Blueberry that houses all of my content, um, they were amazed at how many shows are getting downloaded per episode. Um, and for a show that doesn't have a major cast and is one guy, Um, this is the real deal here I mean this is authenticity and everybody has helped me big time but it's been my dream, and I've driven this bus, but I could never do it without people like Charlie or Liam or anybody that's associated with here, um, and I thank everybody for their support over the last three and a half years, believe me. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com, slash category, slash podcast. Look at the shows, all the shows Charlie and I have done. I will have this show up no later than Thursday because I've got one to get up tomorrow and I've got some podcasts and a lot of business stuff to do. So I try to do them in the morning when I'm real, real fresh to write the notes. Because it takes a long time to do these shows. And one of the things we want to do when we do some um, um, hardware changes is there's ways where I'm not going to have to be spending uh, an hour and 40 minutes to get everything together. There's some easier ways through software and mixers to do it. But that's down the road. But for now, that's okay. I like doing it. It's it's a pleasure. Also, too, um, go out to motivationmuscle.com. Don't forget, sign up for a free newsletter. I've been lax in doing them, but I will do some in the next week or two. Um, there's always great content to anything I write, so you're always going to get some good stuff. Um, if uh, someone see- Well, we won't do that first. If you like a, a, a particular show, um, with Charlie and Liam, if you want them both on again together, that is not a problem. We're all set up here now, so I can have them, the two of them on any they want to do it. Um, go out to FiorellaBarbell at NICAP.R.com. Um, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We're also on AHA Directory. That way you can get M&M in your car 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to say hello or give them five words of inspiration because you'd be surprised. Five words can change your life. I'm telling you right now, it can, and it will if you do it. Also, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day because you never know what somebody's going through. You'd know, I'm telling you, uh, a kind hello and a smile, and that's very manly. I got news for you. You don't know what you're doing for somebody. You never know what people are dealing with. You never, never know. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great hoose of Steel, Stone Crusher, and Blood Red says domination. We are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. Also, too, no one will ever, uh, clip our balls. And, um, remember this. There's always testosterone dripping through our speakers here. That is one of the things we are very proud of. We run a real good, aggressive show here that's so authentic. And you gotta listen to it. I put it up, I think it was yesterday. Dr. Wong and I have known each other for about twenty years long before m M&M m and f b c all came on. I used to do business with him I still do obviously and i and Dr Wong to me is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet i mean you call he calls you back and believe me he's busy um not only that um he's one of the most honest people and you know what I've had notes from people that say you know i I don't like some of the things he says and I'm like well, he's not going anywhere. That's just the way it is. So I wanted to do a show about the inception of motivation and muscle, and we did the Manly Men's Movement. And um, it was the best show he and I have ever done. He even said that when we got off Skype. Um, he gave me, he's the second person to say this, he gave me probably the highest compliment you could give me in the strength world, and he said, motivation and muscle, is the Perry Raider Ironman on the air. I got news for you. Um, that's some pretty serious stuff to say, and he doesn't pull any punches, and I'll thank him for that. And it was great to have him on with that. I really appreciated that. Also, too, um, my Frank Klein, my greatest college professor. Um, repetition, repetition, repetition. Also, I... Um, quitters never win winners never quit my dad be a leader not a follower be a leader not a follower john ridge my greatest chiropractor we lost him to cancer It'll be four years this year he'd walk every patient in the door and say keep smiling john was the kind of guy both you my father and frank i i wish they were surrounding me right now and we were all talking um different breed of men um uh, I'm sure, and you know, I know you guys, and a lot of those, you're very similar, but out in the real world where I shake hands with a lot of people, there isn't any of that right now, I can tell you that. But sooner or later, we'll find some more. Um, just great men, and say that to you yourself on your best or worst day. Keep smiling. John would be very proud of me, and I've told the story how when that gentleman said that to me in the supermarket, it was John talking. Because this gentleman never went to see John as a chiropractor. That didn't happen out of the blue, believe me. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we're not going to kick your door in. We'll blow the roof right off your house. Hang with us for the next 30 years. Be part of the family. Be part of the revolution. I guarantee you, you need us and we need you. We don't work singular. We work together. Tell your friends. Tell your sons and daughters. We try to keep the language minimal now because we really want the kids to listen. Whether they've heard it or not, I'm not contributing to it. Remember what I said about the nieces and nephews? They're always listening, always watching. Also, too, Les Brown. You all have greatness in you. We take it uh, two steps further. We got your back, and we believe in you, and how many people would say that in today's world charlie it's always a pleasure brother um always it's very enjoyable to have you on here and uh i give you i give you a hand um you're damn good to people and uh that's a great thing and and that's a commodity that we need to improve upon in the world so thank you for being on sir
0: well thank you for the, for the compliments eric that's very kind of you and uh, obviously I'm, I'm a big fan of what you do i mean you, you've broadcast to millions of people yep. and uh, you know you've you've got a, a fantastic position to uh, communicate with such a huge huge audience more than i could possibly hope to cope with i suspect and uh, i appreciate you having me on it it means a lot to me so thank you very much
1: at any time you know it's going to be the greatest thing when we're all standing on stage in front of 10,000 people talking about everything. That, to me, look, you and I, we've talked about Stones, and I'm not going to get into it, but you know how, I feel like I got a dart through my heart pretty much every day, but I'm going to get there. But that would be the biggest thing to go over there and lift with you guys and be very successful and Shake hands and have a few you know drinks and just enjoy life. Talk philosophy and things. But I think the biggest culmination for me will be the day we're standing in front of a hundred thousand people telling the story. That to me is we know now we broke through and now we've got what we want to do and we're gonna spread this great thing called physical culture to the whole universe. Um, Liam Welcome to the family. It's an honor to have you on. I hope you'll join me again in the near future. And obviously, when you guys get back from the end of April, we'll get you both on again. But I hope you enjoyed it, and you're always welcome here, my friend.
2: Yeah, well, thank you very much again. It's been definitely been a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I'm sure once. Uh Hopefully, I've achieved the, the Denny Stones. We'll get back on and we can have another talk about it right enough. And uh, I definitely agree with you. You know, Charlie's uh, a great person. And the short time that I've known him, you know, he's been so welcoming. Yep. And, you know, the motivation, what comes from him, it, you know, it really does push you forward. So uh, definitely thankful for that. Um, and like we say, we'll speak to you soon, Eric.
1: Yes, sir. All right, everyone. You know, for Charlie Oliphant and Liam Tweedy, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. Obviously, the show will be up in the next few days. But remember, life is asking something from you. You need to go out and do it. And I'll tell you right now, this is the way it should be. When you listen to gentlemen like Liam and Charlie on here with me, this is what kids need to hear. and Adults, too. Whether you compete or not, you can take everything we talked about tonight and you can put it into anything you want to do. Be a thinker. You all have greatness in you, and keep thinking that way. So, as I said, for Charlie Oliphant and Liam Tweedy, this is Eric Fiorello. We will talk to you soon, and thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll see you next time.